Walking with Jesus, serving with love, and sharing with courage. Welcome to the PCOM Daily Prayer Podcast. Welcome back to the PCOM Daily Prayer Podcast. I'm Pastor Courtney, and it is Tuesday morning, April 14th in the season of Eastertide. I love that the season of Easter is not just a day. It's not just a week. It is six weeks. We need all six weeks of Easter every year, but we need them even more this year. I'm grateful to be walking through this season of Eastertide with all of you. I wanted to share something that a writer friend of mine posted on Facebook just a couple of days ago. She's a writer named Hannah Anderson, and I'm in a couple of writing groups with her, though I don't know her personally. And she posted something that I just thought was really wise. I think as we continue to wait in this season of physical distancing, being in our homes and not out like we would like to be, out in our community, out with our families, out with our friends not able to take my kids to the playground or to school. I know many of you have loved ones who are in care facilities or assisted living and not being able to visit them is is particularly hard. And as we kind of beat against the bars of our, our physical distancing cages, it can be really tempting to... Um, to start looking for any alternative plan, any alternative explanation. Maybe there's something they're not telling us, and that's where conspiracy theories start to really flourish. And Hannah wrote something addressing this. So again, this is Hannah Anderson and something she shared on her author's Facebook page a couple of days ago. Hannah writes, Hey all, can we talk about something that's really important right now? It's about how we're processing and sharing information. Here's the thing. I'm seeing a ton of conspiracy theories in my Facebook feed right now. I didn't see them a few weeks ago, but recently there's been a huge uptick. I have an idea as to why. In the United States, we're about a month into the social social isolating because of COVID-19, and we're tired of it. We're tired of being home. We're tired of disrupted routines. We're tired of the uncertainty. We're tired of being scared. We're tired of economic loss. We're tired of sacrificing our rights. Our public leaders are sending us mixed signals, and we don't know if we can trust them. And we absolutely can't bear to think this could drag on for weeks and months longer. All of this means that we're sitting ducks for conspiracy theories. We're primed to believe folks who are offering us less dire predictions because we want this to be over. We want this to be less serious than it is. We want things to go back to normal, so we want what they're selling us. We want to believe there's some secret liberal or conservative plot because that somehow seems more normal than the threat of a virus that our top scientists can't seem to stop. A couple things to remember. One, expertise is a real thing. It's based on knowledge, skill, experience in the field, peer review, and track record. It's not simply a matter of choosing which experts we like. You alone can't decide who is and who isn't an expert because this ends up making you the expert and the arbiter of truth. Two, experts disagree, but a single expert disagreeing with an entire field should raise a warning flag. 
It's entirely possible that this one person knows the truth, that everyone else doesn't, but the odds of that being the case are pretty low, and it's not a bet I'm willing to take right now. Three, experts absolutely can be wrong, but the fact that experts get it wrong doesn't mean we shouldn't listen to them. In fact, it's the exact opposite. The fact that even the experts get things wrong mean that those of us who don't have the benefit of years of study and experience should be more humbled by what we don't know. Four, easy answers are just that, easy. There is nothing easy about a global pandemic, and anyone who tells you otherwise is either deceived or trying to deceive you. The most important thing for us to share right now is humility, especially intellectual humility. If this virus is teaching us anything, It's the limits of our own minds and our inability to protect ourselves from suffering. The words we most need to hear right now are the words of humility, repentance, and grief. And the experts we can most trust right now are those who say, we really don't know, and our best guess, and we hope. Stay safe out there, friends. This moment is testing us in ways we couldn't have expected. May we be refined and kept by God's mercy. And again, that's Hannah Anderson, and I will link to that post in the show notes. She is an author and a theologian who is writing about this particular moment in time. And my encouragement to you, friends, is if you find yourself falling down that rabbit hole and thinking, um, yeah, just falling prey to some of the things that are swirling out there on social media, is to take a step back and decide who which experts you want to listen to and which experts are agreeing with each other. We really recommend the, the center for, excuse me, the center for disease control and the world health organization as the, the ones who are funneling a lot of the information on the virus, how it's treated, what we can expect, what things are looking like around the world. Find a trusted news source or two and try to find news that is balanced. If you listen to mostly conservative news, find one or two more liberal outlets and vice versa so you can get a a full and well-rounded picture. And to just take a step back, if you're feeling like you're falling down the rabbit hole, there there are psychological tolls that this isolation can take on us. And that is one of them. Call a friend, turn off the news, turn off the computer, get outside if you can, even if it's just to your patio or your backyard, breathe the fresh air. And as Karl Barth once said, I'm going to paraphrase Karl Barth. I don't have the exact quote, but he said that the wisest thing a Christian can do is to have the Bible in one hand and the New York Times in the other. The New York Times was the big newspaper in Barth's day but to interpret the New York Times from the Bible. So we always start with the wisdom and peace and encouragement of God's word before we go anywhere else. And we interpret the news through this grid of scripture, which tells us things like God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there is nothing new underneath the sun and that we are safe in God's hands. So I just wanted to encourage you with that this morning, friends. Hannah's reminder was one that I needed, and maybe it's one that you need as well. And I will link to it in the show notes. And let us encourage each other in this time that we have to really press in with God. I loved what Reverend Dr. Chris Blumhofer shared on the podcast, the Fuller professor we had as a guest, that he woke up early one morning and really had the choice between his Bible and his phone. And he felt that God was saying to him, wait up with me, wait with me. And God is saying that to each one of us, wait with me. 
We can take these days and we can try to entertain ourselves or strategize our way out of something that is beyond us, beyond our control. Or we can take these days and we can wait with the Lord. So that's my encouragement for each one of us today. We always pray for a specific group of people on the podcast today. And today, Tuesday, April 14th, we want to pray for those in our midst who are grieving. For those who have lost loved ones in this season, we want to pray for Chris Blumhofer, the the Fuller professor we had on a couple of weeks ago. His mom died a month ago. And the complications of funeral services and cross-state travel during the coronavirus is not a small thing. And now, as he mentioned, he's grieving at home without his usual routine of going to work and going to teach his students. And grief is, is harder when we're stripped of some of our normalcy. So we want to pray for Chris this morning, but also for any of those in our congregation who are grieving. And there's not a time limit on grief. So if you lost a loved one this year, if you lost a loved one a decade ago, if you lost a loved one 50 years ago, we want to lift you up in prayer this morning. Maybe you're grieving the loss of a job. Maybe you're grieving the loss of a relationship. Maybe you're grieving the loss of freedom in this season. I think we are all grieving that. Daryl and I, a couple of days ago, were like, do you remember going places? That was great. It was so great. Just the freedom to be able to go around outside without thinking about everywhere you put your hands and I touched the mailbox and now I should go wash my hands for 20 seconds, right? It's very mentally taxing and we're all grieving those things big and small. So if you're grieving something very big, we are praying for you this morning. But if you are grieving something very small, just the ability to check the mail without washing your hands, we are praying for you in that as well. I'm going to read Psalm 124 for us this morning. Psalm 124, if the Lord had not been on our side, this is Israel's song. If the Lord had not been on our side when men rose against us, then would they have swallowed us alive when their anger was kindled. Then would the waters have engulfed us, the torrent gone over us. Over our heads would have swept the raging waters. Blessed be the Lord, who did not give us a prey to their teeth. Our life, like a bird, has escaped from the snare of the fowler. Indeed, the snare has been broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I am putting out a call to each one of you to to pray for those who are grieving. And also, I want to put out a call to great things that you have been reading. If there is a book that has blessed you in this season, I'm going to do a podcast next week. Great reads for pandemic seasons. I don't know about you, but I've found myself drawn more to comfort reading. Often I like to read mystery novels and things that have a bit of suspense, but I don't have the same stomach for that in this season. I'm really looking for things that are Uh, that are transportive. That's what's really been a blessing to me, things that I can get lost in that have a happy ending in this season. But that doesn't have to be the kind of book that's blessing you. If you're reading something and it's a mystery novel or it's suspense, or maybe there's a book of theology or poems or prayers that has meant a lot to you, send me an email and I would love to share some of those on the podcast next week, courtney.ellis at mypcom.com. All right, friends, that's it for this morning's edition of the PCOM Daily Prayer Podcast. Tune in tomorrow, and until then, stay safe, be well, and God bless. Mm